10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack Wack Attack. Today is March 7th, and um, I don't think we'll have an hour long episode for you all, and I'll tell you why that is. But um, I just got back from East Denver a couple of days ago, and yesterday was just an extremely busy day of getting everything set up and organized and back to life. And um, I wasn't able to make an episode for you all, but today I'm going to be putting out a lot of content and I am very excited about that. So um, we will start with some amazing news that we got last week, which was um, Christine Kim sharing information from the All Call um, Devs call. Um, it said on today's uh, call, Ethereum Devs agreed to schedule the Shanghai upgrade on Gurley testnet uh, for March 14th. At and then there's Epoch. Um, Gurley is the final public testnet where devs will test staked ETH withdrawals before activating the code change on mainnet. And then the idea is that the code, the upgrade will happen on the second week of April, which is really exciting. Really, really exciting. So then um, the news goes out, you know, um, across other places and um, the upgrade will come in early April, <coughs> which will enable withdrawals on mainnet. So how does the rocket pool team respond to this well um here we have dave with a post he said um hello from east denver everyone today we are super excited to officially announce our biggest upgrade to the protocol today the meticulously crafted atlas release this uh, upgrade to rocket pool will make it fully compatible with the upcoming ethereum shanghai hard fork that introduces withdrawals it also introduces many new improvements ranging from simple gas optimizations to major new architecture changes aimed at scaling rocket pool by like never before some of these new and very exciting features include the very popular and much discussed leb8s low eth bonded mini pools which will instantly and safely allow the protocol to scale and meet demand for our ETH users. The upgrade has been a large undertaking by the team and community working together, uh, of which we think the results the result is truly something very special for all involved. Anyway, uh, enough babbling by me. Here's an article detailing the various aspects of the upgrade. Uh, we'll have a new date for its deployment to Gurley very soon. Stay tuned, Rocket Pool. So this was absolutely fantastic news. I'm just going to react to it with all the emojis um as i do and um let's have a look at the medium article now so for those of you who watch rocket fuel um there's nothing in here that you don't already know but um it's nice to go over it really quickly so it says we're announcing atlas and then there's the shanghai update which they want to try to get it out before that and then it says atlas upgrade um and then there's Le mini pool leb eights um information about how that will work solo my solo staker migration simplified mini pool queue um, which is really cool which is a really cool way of doing things and optimized mini pool queue um, and dynamic uh, deposit pool limit is going to go up to 18,000 ETH um, which is which is fantastic and then mini pool ETH distribution uh, notable uh, additional notable changes and then audits and then test that um, and then um, questions or just say hello 72 points making this far so you all got 72 points and about rocket pool then there's just information about what the protocol is so this is absolutely amazing and let me um yeah <coughs> uh, 
I still have a little bit of a cough, I'm sorry. But yeah, this is really amazing. Um, please read this article to get the full information. But as you already know, if you watch Rocket Fuel every day, there's nothing in there that you didn't already know. But um, it the article was released on um, Friday at East Denver, while we were in East Denver, because um, Langers was supposed to announce it on um, the main during his keynote, but it was um, really badly organized. So um, we pushed it to the following day. But... Um, I heckle Langers during one of his talks and asking him when Atlas and he said it will be here in April. Um, I guess the idea is that, you know, if everything goes well in testing, then it should launch before Shanghai. Uh, the Ethereum mainnet fork, hard fork. Um, however, um, if unforeseen problems come up, then uh, it might be delayed, which I'm praying that that does not happen because we really need it out before atlas but um i just wanted to take this moment to thank the team because everyone is working super hard on getting this out and um i just want to congratulate them as well on like reaching this this point so congratulations thank you and um you know your hard work is seen and appreciated Okay, so next, um, we have this comment from me, and I'm using this as an opportunity to discuss something with the community that I haven't yet. So, um, I said the 10 prizes for the Rocket Fuel submission raffle for February have been sent. Um, so, you know, that was the raffle that took place on, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday last week. Um, and I sent out the 10 prizes to the 10 people, they got $100 each. Sadly, the value of RPL has come down a little bit since then. So their $100 is now worth like $80, I think. So sorry about that, everyone. But um, the reason why I'm mentioning this is because um, I talked to someone last week um, who has extremely generously decided to sponsor the raffle for rocket fuel submissions. Um, I was completely blown away by this person's kindness and um, they're also um, going to be giving me a little bit of RPL as well, um, just as being a kind of patron. So the monthly raffle now is going to be, um, this, I'm, I'm working on maybe increasing the raffle and putting some, some of my own money into that as well. But um, the $1,000 will be coming from an anonymous, anonymous benefactor. Is I don't know if they are the RPL benefactor, but I talked to the person and I don't think they're the RPL benefactor, but they're definitely a benefactor for me. But um, I just wanted to make it clear to all of you all that this was happening and that um, I was receiving this um, funding for the raffle. So um, to all my um, rocket fuel intern army, all like 55 or 60 of you, um, I want to thank you for all your work and I want to thank the anonymous um uh, patron to um, thank them for for their very extremely generous donation. Um, I said in trading last week that you know the generosity of the Rocky Pool community just blows me away at every every uh, moment, and that's just evident over and over again. But this one was just like it hit me really, it hit me really hard, and like I was just like totally blown away. So thank you so much for everyone who uh, submits content. Um, thank you everyone who. Um, has helped make rocket fuel possible in whatever way that you do it and <coughs> thank you to the anonymous person who um, has shown like tremendous generosity so yeah let's get to um, let's get to uh, some joe content so 
this has warning signs all over it and it says until you hear it from official sources you are required to treat this as a rumor and or unconfirmed to take it with a grain of salt and then this is where joe shared the bread that was coming out of um, east denver um so there's like some really good stuff here so it says word is they want to get forced exits and beacon state routes with vertical trees into cancun now let's break this down because there's a whole lot of stuff going on here so first of all what is cancun cancun is the next hard fork for ethereum which will be taking place um well we have no idea when it'll be taking place but the idea was that it will take place maybe in six months time but it might be up to a year so within the next six months to one year we will have cancun hard fork now there's two parts of things that they want that they they want to include into the next hard fork the first one is forced exits this means that you will sign exit credentials for your uh, for your node or for your <coughs> for your validator and upon signing the exit um exit message for that you will then give that over to the staking uh, service that you are a part of and they will use that message to boot you out of the network if you act in a way that is not good basically so um i guess you know each node operator um, protocol will have its own criteria for what kind of things might get you booted from their network it might be that you um well for rocket pool the main thing is um that um mev theft um, will get you booted from the network so um that will be a really great way of protecting the the network against bad actors or people who are trying to exploit the the network um and it will make it a lot easier to get down to LEB4s because the, at that point, the cost benefit for someone to try to steal MEV will go slightly into their favor more than it will with LEB8s. Um, so the, the possibility of stealing becomes a bit higher. So forced exits will be able to kick, will help us kick out people uh, bef like before they can steal too much MEV. And then the beacon state routes with vertical trees um, is huge news as well because this will allow the communication to take place between the consensus layer and the execution layer and that is a big big roadblock to um removing the odow duties so um that update will help us to mitigate the impact of the odow so um joe goes on to explain he says there's been enough pressure from us lido <coughs> <coughs> and the dvt people um projects that they see the writing on the wall and um he goes on to explain um about um other things about the the, the bread so he says okay then there you go um and he says someday we'll have it and then beacon root means i can get rid of the scrub check um and that's another thing that you know the order does um so that's really cool and jasper says so uh eof that's the object um formatting i think and then 4844 which is um making it proto dunk sharding which will make it amazing for layer twos to uh, be able to send proof to layer one 10 times cheaper vertical trees force exits will be one hell of a hard fork i think it would actually be a super duper hell of a hard fork like it's i can't overstate just how amazing that would be if we get all of those things and um, joe says you know forced exits are supposedly going to work like beacon deposits uh, there's a contract on the execution layer you send a message from your mini pool it emits an event the bn picks up on the event and it exits the validator and then um 
yeah so joe joe gives more information about that and then later um, joe says i can talk about sng's thing more so sng was um, talking about some bread um he said that i thought uh, the other bread was a thing about the thing that is giving you some uneasiness about our self-limiting situation and he says that's not bread it's definitely something to consider but it's not bread so then joe says i can talk about sng's thing so he says at the booth i'm minding my own business so this is story time and a dude at an unnamed company comes up to me and says hey joe my company has some validators we made with bls keys so that's zero x zero instead of zero x one he said we like rocket pool and heard there's a way we can transmute them without having to exit yeah and then see he says some i think they mean that he means a whole lot of mini pools um oh sorry a whole lot of validators and then joe says uh, and i'm like yeah it is we designed it for solo stakers but functionally it'll work for you guys too he says okay great tell me more and i produce uh, proceed to animate the whole thing with my hands because i haven't written the docs yet he likes what he hears heads out to go elsewhere i sit down and immediately start writing the docs because at this point whatever reason it literally hasn't occurred to me that institutional stakers could use solo staker migrations for validators too and then major facepalm moment and <laughs> sneaky says institutional staker with some validators and then joe says so i start working on this then langers does his panel where he clearly states we are going to self-limit the exact number isn't clear but it's like 20 percent or 22 percent no 22 percent or whatever figure fix fix asked for right something like that and we go hmm and then we have the bread conversation where some of the ef guys are talking about limiting the number of validators on the beacon chain itself and it's like wait um so i don't know if there's like 1 million validators in total and rocket pool limits to 20 percent um and then he says basically means there's a fixed number of validators rocket pool can have and it can't go any higher um and i have this guy at the institution basically is telling me hey i realize there's scarcity here and i want in um so the idea is basically that there are um, node operators out there who have a whole lot of stake. They potentially want to move it to Rocket Pool, and we don't know how that's going to happen or when that's going to happen. It reminds me of the comment that Valdorf made in response to my super mega bullish uh, comment of the day when I said, you know, we on one side we have some huge institution bringing their ETH, on the other side we have um, hyper staking from Aave being able to like mint as much our ETH as we want and those two things together could potentially drive us up to to 22% very very quickly and Val said you know we don't want to be captured by some kind of network however the point is that Rocket Pool is com completely permissionless <coughs> right now we have no way to stop anyone from um from spinning up mini pools we have no way to stop them so if coinbase hypothetically i don't know the people that joe talked to if coinbase said that they want to spin up uh, you know 10 100 mini pools there's no way we can stop them so it's really really interesting to see how that's going to happen and uh, joe says now the reason i don't think it's bread is because it's completely theoretical it would require someone to purchase a shitload of rpl which we aren't seeing even if it happened it would be quite obvious it was happening and i i'm sure you guys would have something to say about rocky pools validator set being like 80 percent company owned or whatever which is the point that valdor was making a few weeks ago yeah and then um joe says but the concern sng is alluding to is how can we even stop number three from happening 
which I said, you know, we can't because Andrew says we're right, and he says permissionless, which it exactly is. So then he says, uh, so that's where we're like, oh damn, I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> so, <coughs> so it's really amazing to see that you know that this could potentially happen. And even though, you know, I was talking about it a few weeks ago as a hypothetical, it looks like other people are thinking about it too. And the more people start thinking about an idea, we know what happens then, right? It becomes more likely to become real. So let's move on from that. Um, Joel shared some um, information about um, his um, his um, protei. Um, and his protei stuff, he says, I'm moving to um, development for active cooled only. So it's not worth worth it like um the passive cool fans have just been waiting too much and i talked to joe about this in person um, at the booth and he was saying that like would i be willing to switch from passive cool to active cool and i said yeah that's fine and he says like another thing i'm charging um changing the active case to have a cut out bottom so you can easily access the ssd without dismounting the entire thing he says you can't do that with the aluminium one so joe then had some more information as well about his uh, protei this is a while ago i mentioned i was looking to new suppliers of the rock since the one i currently use is on hold forever so i'm happy to announce that it looks like it's going to go through they're about they are able to supply 50 units per month so i'll end up doing monthly waves time permitting so the proteus is going to be happening this is really amazing and um, joe's getting good development on it and he says um and then final Joe news, he says, by the way, they're shipping a million leftover t-shirts to my place. So if anyone wants one, I'll send it to you if you pay for shipping. I think there's some small, medium, large and extra large left. So the Rocky Pool shirt is um, available now, I guess, to buy on the Joe store. So yeah, he just wants shipping. Um, so I guess that'll be, you know, five, ten dollars, whatever it'll be. And you can get a Rocky Pool shirt, which is absolutely amazing. I think they had like maybe I want to say 40, 50, maybe even I, I, I doubt it's more than that but like yeah 40 or 50 shirts left so um get your orders in with joe and um he'll be able to send you a rocket pool shirt for those of you who didn't get one right so moving on now from joe news um there's this um news that came like that, that came in from non-fungible theokum he says the first dusties went past the 28 days about half an hour ago but there have been no withdrawals yet so as you remember you know um Invis found uh, that you could grief a node by um, using the stake for function. Some person used it on about 400 nodes. Well, it's been 28 days since that had happened. So all of the people who got locked 28 days ago are now able to withdraw their RPL. And um, Dondo says uh, people realize there's no mega dump coming and bulls will take the hill again. I hope so. Um, and then um, Dukey said, uh, uh, I can confirm uh, I am undusted. So they went to their node and they are able to withdraw their excess RPL or any RPL that's that's on well any excess RPL that's on their uh, on their node. So the DQ is undusted. I guess we should all be undusted by now. So that is really great to see. Um, next, moving on to some work from Pteris. So I saw Pteris in Denver. And he showed off the stuff that I was showing you guys last week, which was, you know, um, node operation through um, your, uh, through RocketScan website. So he's adding more and more features to that every day. I think he's really enjoying doing it. So here you have a new way to um, convert your uh, solo staker to your mini pool. And 
and that you just enter your information there and it lets you do it. And he says there's a button to launch a solo validator for testing. So you can do like create up uh, stake RPL, create mini pool, join smoothing pool, change withdrawal address, change time zone, create solo validator or also convert a solo validator. So he's like really stepping it up in the kind of work that you can do now through, through his thing. And he implemented all of that on the plane. So he was really... Um, really working hard on on the flight over to denver but he showed me some of this stuff in person and it looks absolutely fantastic so you know congratulations pateras i'm really excited to see how this continues uh working right next we have this um thing from the week in ethereum news and um they were showing some love to the rocket pool smart node uh, sorry the rescue node which was set up you know, by patches and uh, Popash and um, other people. And it says um, that there is information here for stakers. It says Rocket Pool Rescue Node, a fallback node for temporary access in case of emergencies or maintenance. Now, I'd, I'm including this because it's really great that Rocket Rescue Node is getting coverage, but also um, some conversations I had with patches in Denver. Um, and I was there for it was patches was going to other services and telling them to fork his code for them to use for their own rescue nodes because it is much 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 better for them to use code that has been tested by a whole lot of people instead of trying to write their own code and having some issues with it um and there being problems with um you know maybe uh mev theft or any of that kind of stuff so the rescue node really like put those things into place so people couldn't do that and um, I'm really happy that Patches is like, you know, willing to talk to other teams about them using the rescue node um, with the code that exists now. So, you know, the rescue node is doing great work. Patches is doing great work on top of that as well. So congratulations, everyone involved with the rescue node. Right, so I'm sharing some posts from Bernard here who is testing Atlas on um, the testnet. So, you know, he's um, sharing screenshots of different kinds of testing that he's doing or that they're doing. Um, here we have rocket pool mini pool begin bond reduction so it's changing <coughs> changing um 16 eth mini pools to leb eights and then there's some more information here as well he says tested on the zhizheng testnet um, complete the exit operation so then you know, there's a there's a node here that has um, a validator here that is exited which is really cool and then more testing as well. He says, I dug up a block on testnet, so I um, was able to uh, get a block. So um, testing is going well. Community members are getting involved in testing. So um, the Atlas code now is on testnet. It's version 1.9.0, which is the alpha release. So if you all have a testing machine, please spin it up and um, try it out because there's some really cool things happening in testing. And I think there might be poor apps involved as well, but I don't know that for sure. So don't hold me to that. But um, yeah, it's really great that the testing is already happening. Um, next uh, was this really amazing discussion that came up um, from from the community just as people were starting to get to Denver. Next XX, sometimes I feel like we should decentralize East Denver locations. If a catastrophe happened at that location, we will pretty much lose all the Ethereum devs at once. And then Romano says that's why we have the skeleton crew and that's all the people who left behind at home. Um, so... Um, then the non-fungible uh, Yoakum says, how many ODAO members are there? And there were a whole lot of ODAO members at Denver, um, you know, including FaZe and Butter, so, um, you know, Beacon Chain and also uh, ETH Stakers. There was the Rocket Pool team there with their four nodes. Um, there were a whole bunch of other uh, protocols there too that were that are on the ODAO. 
um, so the discussion kind of went to um, like how would the rocket pool protocol die like if something terrible happened at Denver with all the ODAM you know users there would rocket pool die so that's where like this whole discussion came from like uh, the protocol called your mama's house um, which I hadn't actually um, heard of in that way before so someone says that's what the non-fungible Yoakum says that's what the challenge protocol is for so it's really interesting how people um, um, how they've thought about all these amazing things right uh, so Valdos says amazing this is explicitly defended against in the protocol um, but it would would likely be a brutal slog so then if you click on the um, link you get this it says um, thought you'd like this one mate so now any regular node operator can challenge ODAO member node if it doesn't and if it doesn't respond they're kicked from the DAO it does it does cost a non DAO member one ETH to challenge a member node to prevent uh, spamming the ODAO members though um, then if for some reason due to a black swan event more than 50% of all the members go AWOL and there's more than three members left or less than three members left a regular node operator can join the order if they have the rpl bond available their node will then start doing oracle duties automatically and then joe says i'm i hope it never comes handy but i'm glad it's there just in case which is absolutely amazing foresight um, so this was over a year ago that they came up with this idea of how it works so basically if um, the ODAO goes down then these duties are not functioning after a certain number of days of a non-functioning ODAO node um, I think maybe even right away the community could challenge that node if the node doesn't respond quickly enough then that node gets booted as the node numbers go down the ODAO node numbers go down then um, they can start voting on the majority again and everything would get going so it would be really tough but <coughs> it would be really tough but um, it's definitely possible for rocket pool as a protocol to continue and then if you go to less than three uh, order members at that point any community member can um, run the code to become an order member themselves uh, as long as they put up the bond of which is 1750 RPL so it's really amazing that they um, that they've thought of all of this and I think it's um, like really really like adds to the it adds to the uh, resiliency of rocket pool like it would be a hard few weeks um, but we could get everything going um, again as a community we could kind of take over which is absolutely amazing okay so we already saw that okay so next we have this uh, comment from whisker who says the reth rpl hash is incorrect it's the one um it's the one for the reth weth pool IMC don't sign this so this is in the governance thread for the IMC and um, here we have like every two weeks I think or every month the um, IMC sends out their RPL for yeah every two weeks for um, incentives on liquidity pairs and here we had Whisker who says that there's a problem with one of the transactions so don't sign it so I'm really the reason why I'm covering this is because it's so important for people on the GMC and the IMC to double and triple and quadruple check all our transactions because um, if we just trust one person to make it and everyone else signs it blindly a mistake can happen and you know that can have bad consequences right so it's excuse me I really am happy that uh, Whisker caught this and um, people were able to check it so Denim says yikes we can drop the correct hashes in the Excel file for each pair to create another check for us 
and um, Valdov says thank you recreating and he says the correct hashes change every week hence the API check uh, and then he says here's the correct information so I'm really glad that you know the IMC the GMC were all kind of like on top of it with all these issues and um, we're working to um, get um, the right transaction sent okay so next we have some bad news from the, from the community so uh, there was a mini pool that was slashed and it says mini pool 260740 has been slashed um, and then there's a node operator whose information is there and the reason for attestation violation so um, people didn't really know who this node operator was who'd gotten slashed but then they popped into support to try to figure out what had happened and it was um, Hawk Dunop um, this is my validator got slashed and exited exit the system I think it's because I ran two validators with the same wallet by accident uh, what do I need to do to re-enter the pool or am I effed so um, of course you know they got slashed with luckily like they're so close to Shanghai so they'll be able to exit their slashed validator after a certain period of time and once they um, exit it then they can start um, they can rejoin staking again um, we got some more information from Hawkdenop over here. He says, um, I had two identical machines in different geographic locations. When one goes down for maintenance for whatever reason, I delete my wallet and recover it on the secondary node. Both nodes have doppelganger protection. Two days ago, I stopped the rocket pool service on node B, recovered the wallet on node A, and restarted the service, deleted the wallet from node B, checked to make sure that it was deleted, and restarted the rocket pool service on node B to keep it in sync, while node B kept it testing. Even though Rocket Pool wallet status still results in the node wallet has not been initialized, so fun for me. Uh, between this and the dusting, it's been a tough, it's been tough go the last few months. Uh, shitty that what initially appears to be a glitch cost me whatever rewards it took close to a year and a half to gather. I'm sure I messed up a command or didn't check something. So then uh, people kind of like dug into that and they were having a look to see what was going on. He says, I'm on the latest version of Smart Node. <coughs> the reason for the wallet switch this time around was actually upgrade the OS to remove blah 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 to check uh, Rocket Pool wallet status. And Joe says, Did you restart your VC after removing the Rocket Pool folder? It keeps the keys in memory even after you delete them from the file system. So if you don't restart, then it'll happily keep a testing, which sounds like what has happened. Uh, and or like Rocket Pool service stopped, which just shuts down all the containers. That would do it too. Assuming you're using Docker mode, if you're using native node, na native mode, then you have to stop the VC uh, service manually, of course. And um, yeah, he says, If my what? If my validator slash still can I issue a withdraw RPL command in two days, pull access out. Yeah, he should be able to do that. So then there was a whole discussion going on that I'm sorry I didn't I wasn't able to fully follow, but um I think that's what the issue was. Um and the the person got slashed. So um it's a real real shame that, that has happened. Um, you know, we've had quite I feel like we've had a couple of slashings recently and um I think maybe uh, we just need to be a little bit more clear. Uh, with people about like playing around with their keys and what the consequences of that can be so i guess more docs for joe sorry joe um okay moving on from that we had this um post from roman romana uh saying um that the make a votes for lowering the dust limit for our eth vaults so then if you have a look at the make it out it says decrease the our eth dust parameter uh, so the vote has been going on um so far 99.19 percent of people vote yes uh, and a small chunk of people abstained so this vote has 
Let me see um, if it's reached quorum or not. I think it has maybe not reached quorum yet. I'm not sure. Um, but it seems like there's not been enough votes for this. But um, yeah, so this is being voted on right now. There's two days remaining in the plurality poll. Like, I don't fully understand Maker's, um, maker's um, governance system, but they are voting on that. So the just parameter just means that how, what is the minimum amount of dye you can mint with your, um, with your RETH, um, and they're lowering the minimum amount, which is good to see. Okay, next we had this information from Stakewise, who said we're excited to announce the launch of Atlantic, a closed testnet for Stakewise version 3. The goal of Atlantic testnet is to stretch the core Stakewise version 3 architecture to its capacity and identify the most serious issues and bugs before public testing. So there's a tweet thread here with all the information about version 3 and what's going to happen with that and what's happening with their testnet. So I had a really amazing conversation from Cruel at the Stakewise team. He's the co-founder of Stakewise. And, you know, we shared a lot of information. We talked a lot about Stakewise version three, and we talked about the proper way of decentralizing a staking service. And <coughs> I have to admit, like it was one of the best conversations I had at East Denver from a non-Rocket Pool related uh, community member or team member. Um, I was really impressed by what they're doing and <coughs> I'm really happy that they are working towards decentralizing in such a way. I, I talked to them about um, utilizing the Rocket Pool community for their testnet. So hopefully at some point within the next few days, someone from the Stakewise team will come into the Rocket Pool community and offer you know our community members to use their testnet. Um, I think there's some like really, really great people who uh, have tested the the rocket pool versions that they'll be happy to test um, stakewise software too but um the reason why i'm talking about stakewise here is of course you know rocket pool has voted to self-limit um stakewise in a sense are not our rivals they're our partners in uh, providing decentralized staking services and i said to them that like i'm so happy to um encourage them to come to the rocket pool community and build bridges with the rocket pool community because we're all in this together and, you know, as we get closer to self-limiting uh, after Atlas, hopefully um, we can start supporting other decentralized projects that are doing things the right way and um, helping them out just as we would, you know, work with Rocket Pool to help Rocket Pool. So, um, you know, the goal for all of us is to have a maximally decentralized Ethereum. And um, if Stakewise will add to that, then I am happy to support Stakewise. I should make clear, I do not own the Stakewise token. And I currently am not using their testnet or any of their services. However, I think that, you know, there'll be a vital service going forward. So um, good job, Stakewise. I really enjoyed my conversations with their team members. And um, if they come into our Discord, please treat them with respect and kindness. They are not our rivals. They are supporters, hopefully. And um, as we get more information about what the protocol is doing, then I think we'll have a much better idea of um, how they're working to create a maximally decentralized uh, Ethereum, which is what we all want to see. So uh, good job, Stakewise. Okay, next is um, something like a little bit funny. So um, um, IB1 Gymnast, who's Evan, came into <coughs> trading and he said that he wanted to make a bet. So let's go have a look at his tweet and see what the bet was. He said, I'm willing to bet $1,000 that RPL will be lower 
on the ETH ratio exactly one year after the implementation of Rocket Pool's Atlas upgrade. Sorry, not trying to make anyone angry, but it would be an interesting hedge. Any takers? And he says the additional term of the bet is I won't post anything negative about RPL while the bet is active. So that's nice. So um, people kind of um, responded by saying, um, you know, the RPL has significantly outperformed ETH by, uh, since 2021. It wouldn't be crazy for it to take some time off soon. That said, I expect LSDs to be made as a narrative that is likely to outperform. Loser donates 1K to the winner's charity of choice. And Evan says, I like it. Bet starts when Atlas is implemented and ends exactly one year later. If the RPL ETH ratio is slightly higher, you win. If it's lower, I win. So if it's any higher, even if it's like 0 0.001 higher, then the other person wins. If it's lower, then, then uh, Evan wins. This is lo loser donates 1K uh, on chain and responds to this thread with the transaction on Etherscan. So Heckmut says, I'm in. So the deal was sealed. Um, but the interesting thing that I wanted to share was... Um, this reply by um, this reply by Marceau. Um, wait, where is that reply by Marceau? I, I, I cannot find it right now. I should have found it before. But Marceau replied by saying um, that um, there's a whole lot of like bread that's coming out of uh, Denver and um, that there's going to be really exciting things and Evan is going to lose this bet. So Evan was like... <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. Evan was like, oh, well, um, yeah. So he was kind of, he thought it was funny, but like, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, Evan has made that bet. So I guess we'll see one year after Atlas goes live whether Evan loses. I think there's a strong chance, very strong chance that Evan is going to lose this bet. So that's funny. Okay, and something a little bit uh, sadder news in the community. We had Borsi, who said, won't be shitposting here for a while. I'm at a hospital for emergency surgery on my two-month-old's eye. Um, you all have a good weekend, and don't dump the ratio too badly, fam. Um, which was really sad news. Um, you know, I'm, I have a child, and I've got another one on the way, and any kind of issue that comes up with, with kids is like, you know, the human mind just kind of like really... Um, makes make like can't help but make it like seem huge and you worry a lot right and um thankfully um the really good news came in a little bit later and bossy said the surgery went well now just waiting for him to recover from anesthesia and we're in the clear so thankfully everything was okay um and uh, you know bossy's baby baby's doing well and i've seen bossy posting and trading since then so i'm really happy that um the baby's doing well and the whole family's like getting over this really sad news but um next we have um news that really good news that i was really happy to see and that is didsby um dipsy yes dipsy dipsy has set see it's still it's still yeah anyway uh, set a date for getting married on august 11th so of course all of trading is invited to that if we can find out when it's happening <laughs> we can turn up but um yeah, it's really great that um, Digi is uh, is getting married, and um, yeah, that's nice to end on that positive note. So one thing has been missing from today's episode that you might have all noticed is that there was not much coverage at all of East Denver in this in this uh, video. Um, that was very deliberate because if I had covered the East Denver stuff, this video would be about four hours long. So. Um, what I'm doing is I've taken out all the stuff that was shared from ETH Denver and I'm making a separate video like an ETH Denver special. I'm also um, uploading my 
um, vlog from Ethanver that is has is being uploaded right now so you should be able to see that today as well so there's a whole lot of content that's coming out today but um the ethan stuff had to be pulled from this video otherwise i would have been here all day but um yeah uh, i'm so happy with the atlas news i'm so happy with all the other things that are happening and i wanted to say thank you to all of you for watching supporting um rocket fuel um meeting so many of you in denver was absolutely amazing it was truly like one of my favorite things that's happened in a long time and um I'm so happy that I got to meet so many amazing people. Um, and yeah, I will see you all tomorrow for another regular episode. But before then, you're going to be getting a lot more content from me. So enjoy.